A gas station clerk asked a friend to rob the store so he could go home early. A 28-year-old woman posed as a 17-year-old high school student for an entire year. And a man faked his own death and then turned up at his own funeral just to make a point with his family and friends. These are the weird stories from Monday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast recorded by a comedian inside a closet. Let's go. A gas station clerk asked a friend to rob the store so he could go home early. Not the best way to get out of work early, um, but it does show a lot of effort and planning. And on the friend's part, a lot of dedication. And, uh, you know, you want a friend you can rely on in life. It's hard to find anybody out there. It's hard to find someone to just pick you up at the airport. Never mind come and rob the store you're working at so you can go home early on a Friday and uh, and do some shots, 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 shots. Um, there's better excuses, though, to get out of work early, and I, I need to get a hold of this clerk and let him know. Here's a good one. Uh, tell people you got sprayed by a skunk. It's an amazing excuse to get out of anything. And you know what? No one's going to check because no one wants to be around that. They're going to tell you not only to go home that day, they're going to say, don't come back for a week because you smell like a skunk's ass. No one enjoys that at all. Uh, I've had to uh, resort to faking a nut allergy outbreak to get out of certain situations. I'm not proud of it, but I'm just using, you know, what I had at my disposal, which is, you know, a nut allergy that everybody knows about and most people empathize with. And then, you know, I've heard a lot of anecdotes about Gen Z employees going home early if they just feel sad. So that seems to be something that's working in that world. Just tell them you're, you just feel out of sorts and sad. And they're like, oh, okay, would you like to cry in the booth and then come back to work? Or you can cry in your car and come back. Oh, you just want to just go, go home. Just go home. You're feeling sad. You can't work when you're feeling down. Let's get into the story. I've already wasted nearly two minutes. <laughs> They haven't even gotten into what's going on here. This is Tulsa, Oklahoma. We have a gas station employee in Tulsa who was accused of asking a friend to find someone to rob the store so he could go home early. Okay, so not his friend to rob the store, but his friend to find somebody to rob the store. According to the Tulsa police, the investigation began when the employee, Isaiah Jones, no relation to the host of your show, reported that a man walked into the store and handed him a note that read, Quote, give me all your money or I will shoot you. Are you sure it didn't say, uh, give me all your money or I'm going to shoot you? JK, JK, I'm just here so you can go home early. <laughs> now, Jones, the clerk that worked at the gas station that wanted to go home and smoke some reefer and play an RPG, complied with the request from the holdup individual and handed over the cash and the suspect left with the cash. Did they also have an agreement that they would split the cash as well? I'd like to know the details of this. This seems like a legit robbery, though. They found a good person, someone that's very reliable and I assume handy with a pistol. Investigators later identified Stephen Jones, no relation to the suspect uh, or no relation to the clerk, but this is the suspect, Stephen Jones. None of these people have any relation to your host of this show. Just want to make that clear. This guy was was arrested after identifying. Well, there's going to be video cameras. Everybody knows this, right? It's hard to have someone come and rob your place so you can get out of work early because it ever gets out and then the video, blah, blah. You're just going to get caught, man. 
Now, according to investigators, they dug deeper. There's more to the story than what appears. Stephen Jones confessed to the robbery of the gas station, but he said his friend Aaliyah set up the crime because Isaiah Jones, the clerk, had asked her if someone could rob the store so he could leave early. Now, you're probably wondering, as I am, why Aaliyah didn't just rob the store and take a portion of that cash herself. Well, that's because Aaliyah has outstanding warrants in Tulsa. So she had to pass off the job to a friend. Uh, There were text messages that corroborated all of this. Police then arrested Isaiah Jones, who admitted to asking Aaliyah to find someone to rob the store because he was, quote, tired and just wanted to go home. Now, I assume he... He was all out of excuses. He probably used my grandma died. He probably used my dog died. He probably used, you know, I, I, I caught gonorrhea. Yeah, that's a common one, right? <laughs> to get out of your gas station job because you can't have a clerk with gonorrhea. That's just disgusting. They're, they're handling money and the like. And I, I mean, I have to assume you don't go from zero to 100 on this one. You don't go from lying about these little petty excuses to, hey, I'm going to call someone and have him rob the store because I want to go home. Then again, this is Tulsa, Oklahoma. I mean... People aren't so bright in Tulsa, Oklahoma. A 28-year-old woman was arrested for pretending to be a 17-year-old high school student. And I think the most important information we want to get out of this story is what's the skincare product she's using that she could pass as a 17-year-old? It's going to be amazing. It's probably Korean. A 28-year-old woman was arrested for posing as a 17-year-old student and attending a high school in Louisiana. I'm curious how long she was able to get away with this. We have here Martha Jesenia Gutierrez Serrano, age 28, and her mother, Marta Elizeth Serrano Alvarado, age 46. They're from Louisiana. They were each charged Tuesday with one count of injuring public records. Injuring public records? That's strange that you can injure a public record like it's a person or something. Yo, I punched that public record. Oh, I kicked it in the nuts. Now, it says here, Serrano Alvarado, who is the mother, used a fraudulent passport and a birth certificate to enroll her 28-year-old daughter at the Hanville High School during the 2022-2023 school year, according to the sheriff's office. School officials launched an investigation after getting a tip that a female student who was on record as being 17 years old was, in fact, an adult, possibly in her mid-20s. School officials then relayed these findings to the authorities. And so the sheriff's office poked a little further. They found that the, quote, student had attended for the entirety of the school year. She was not involved in any extracurricular activities. And they were not aware of any disciplinary issues while attending the school, but they did find the forged paperwork. She also utilized school transportation to and from school. There's no current evidence of any other criminal activity or inappropriate conduct by either the mother or the daughter. The school told the media that this woman, quote, could very easily be taken for a young teenager without a doubt. So they're saying that they were, they were just admitting that they were duped. Uh, She enrolled in the school, it says here, to learn English. Uh, The school says she wanted to learn English. She wanted to become proficient in the English language. And there was no nefarious reason behind any of this. Well, I wonder what they're going to do here. It says there are multiple legal avenues that they could have taken to learn English, including GED and ESL programs. Uh, Certainly that's much better than falsifying records and whatnot. Uh, 
It says here the charge for first degree injuring public records carries a maximum sentence of five years in prison or it's fine of $5,000. My goodness. I hope she doesn't go to prison for this. And you know, the whole thing's very, very sad. She just wanted to learn some English, but while learning English, she unfortunately uh, injured public records, which I just found a definition of injuring public records. It's defined as the intentional removal, mutilation, destruction, alteration, falsification, or concealment of any record, document, or other thing filed or deposited by authority of law in any public office or with any public officer, according to the Louisiana.gov website. Now, there have been some other incidents this year already in the U.S. where adults have impersonated students. In January, a junior varsity basketball coach in Portsmouth, Virginia, was fired after she attempted to impersonate a 13-year-old player on her team and actually play in a basketball game. Also in January, a 29-year-old woman with a college degree was arrested after she posed as a 15-year-old student and enrolled at a high school in New Jersey. Unlike this woman who attended school for an entire academic year before being caught, the New Jersey woman lasted just four days during her second attempt at high school before being discovered. Well, she really wanted to go back to high school, despite having a college degree. Well, I mean, she probably had a hankering for those quality New Jersey high school lunches that they serve. Yay! A man faked his own death and then turned up at his funeral to teach his family a life lesson. This might well be the most cruel and surreal practical joke the world has ever witnessed. TikToker David Bairton decided to fake his own death after growing tired of being treated poorly by his family and his friends. What's more, it turns out that his wife and children were in on it. It all began when the TikToker's children posted a very emotional goodbye to their beloved father on social media, who they claimed had tragically passed away. The message was, quote, rest in peace, daddy. We will never stop thinking about you. Why is life so unfair? Why you? You were going to be a grandfather and you still had your whole life ahead of you. We love you. We love you. We will never forget you. The news quickly caught wind and spread to wider family members and friends. After the tragic news, the family hosted a funeral for the man. And it was attended by tens of family members and friends, all of them dressed in black. And the unexpecting family were very surprised when a helicopter approached the area, eventually landing close by. Oh, I love, he decided to swoop in on a helicopter. Very dramatic. It says here, along with the camera crew, the late father stepped off the helicopter into the absolute bemusement and surprise of everyone present, announced that this was all just a prank. Cheers to you all. Welcome to my funeral, he said. Many family members couldn't believe their eyes and rushed to embrace him, while others just couldn't get their heads around quite what was going on. They were totally confused and bewildered. Quote, what I see in my family often hurts me. I never get invited to anything. None of you ever see me. We have all grown apart, and I have felt very unappreciated. That's why I wanted to give you a life lesson and show you that you shouldn't wait until someone is dead to meet up with them. The video shows a number of the friends and relatives surrounding Bairton, many hugging him and greeting him. Uh, another video shows an emotional relative crying as he embraced Bairton. Now, of course, as many things, the prank didn't sit well with viewers on social media. Many people criticized this man for being cruel to his family. But regardless of the opinion of various outsiders, it seems that this prank had its desired effect. 
This man has revealed family members have been contacting him much more since the fake death and the fake funeral. Well, I mean, I'd love to make a judgment on all of this and the choices that this man has made, but I don't know all the information. I mean, has he been attempting to really hang out with these people? Has he gone above and beyond to hang out with them? It's hard to get people to hang out with you, but I assume if you can afford to just fly around in a helicopter, I don't know, you can just show up at your friends and relatives home, just land it right on their roof and just say, hey, what's up? I'm here. I have two bottles of wine. <laughs> uh, but I don't know what he's done. I don't know what he's tried. So it's hard to make a judgment on this. Um, if he didn't try very much, then of course this is a cruel trick. Um, you can't really blame people these days for not getting back to you in a timely fashion. This, this just seems to be the world we now live in. All right. We're also distance from our family and friends, many of us anyways. You know, the days of all living together in a small community are, seem to be over, unless you're in a little village in the mountains of Italy or something. But, I mean, most of us, especially listening to this podcast, live in a very, you know, high-tech, fast-moving culture where we're very busy and we're always running around and there's just not a lot of time for the gatherings that we wish we could have with our friends and relatives. It seems like you only see people at a wedding or a funeral these days. And in this case, it's a fake funeral. But I don't know. What do you guys think about this? Is this cruel or is this appropriate? <laughs> is this a good way to make a point? Uh, and will other people watch this and learn from it and maybe make more of an effort to contact our family and friends as a result? Call the show, 646-450-2012. Call me. You never call me anymore. Don't you make me fake my own death in this closet. Yay! Hey, thanks for joining me for this episode of Weird AF News. I hope you had a nice Monday. And I hope you had a great weekend as well. And I want to thank everyone who reached out to me over the weekend and everyone who sent me Florida stories to help make the Florida Friday episode segments as uh, good as they could be and as funny as possible. Um, educational as well. You want to learn as much as you can about Florida because as Rage Against the Machine says, Know your enemy! Know your enemy! <laughs> I'm just playing Florida. You're not. You're not our enemy. Yeah, you're not. You're. You know, you're wonderful. Um, just uh, proceed with caution. That's all. Just picking on Florida. Yeah, just picking on Florida. It's it's lighthearted humor. Uh, anyways, um, if you're new to the show, please consider subscribing and uh, just getting on board with the only five day a week weird news podcast um, that we know of in in the universe. And if you'd like to support the show further with a, with a, a donation of some sort to, um, to keep this production rolling, the one-man show in the closet, as we say, then go to weirdafnews.com and you can uh, click on buy me a coffee or join the Patreon. Or you can also download the Patreon app on your smartphone and then do a search for Weird AF News on there. I posted uh, quite a bit of material over the weekend in the Patreon. Those of you who are members will see that. So enjoy that, and we will continue to do that. So, yeah, uh, I appreciate your time, so I'll just keep this outro very, very brief, and I hope that you'll uh, join me tomorrow for the Tuesday episode. And tell a friend. <laughs>